You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Heemy76 bringing us in episode number 156 of Straight to the Point My name is Chris Yo, my guy, J-Dub. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Week one is a finally in the books, my guy. Yes, week one in the books. A lot to talk about. A lot to unpack. A lot of sloppy play, but we're definitely going to talk about that. We're going to talk about injuries around the league. Travis Kelsey coming back. Aaron Rodgers not coming back. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what the Jets should do in his absence. Uh, we're going to talk about Team USA getting the Avengers back together. By the way. All time. Uh, you know, it is what it is. We'll definitely talk about a lot more when it comes to sports. But, Jared, let's talk week one. Let's start with the big story. Aaron Rodgers, four snaps into his Jets career, tears his Achilles. At 39 years old, a crazy fluke injury. Like, crazy fluke. Because how many times have we seen him make that same exact move in Green Bay? Um, a lot of people are blaming MetLife's surface, the turf. No, I'd blame um, that. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that blame. Part of it is that. Part of it is, you know, I think he's a, he's an older guy, you know, weird angles, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But the case is he tore his Achilles on a on a sub, substandard surface um, that many players are now coming out and saying that they wish MetLife gets rid of that surface for football. So, Jared. Talk to me more so about Rogers' injury and where the Jets go from here. Oh, you know, Rogers' injury was a shit show. It was bad. Like, let's just think about it. Like, when you go into how he got hurt, four snaps into the game, he's doing a routine, taking a hit to make a good throw for a completion. I don't remember if the pass was completed, but that's just a normal routine play for him. No, it was it was a Leonard Floyd came, he sacked him from he basically kinda of turned him around, he sacked him and he Correct. held onto the ball. And you know, he wasn't it's yeah, like he was, and then you hear you think it was an ankle injury. We, we were praying it was an ankle injury. That's what we were really praying for. It was an ankle injury. Because the ankle is what we saw snap back, and we were just like, Oh man, if it's an ankle injury, he can still play for the season. It's gonna take him a while to come back, but he could play. No, once you find out they, they said it was the Achilles, that's the end of the season. You could see just the dismay, they ended up winning the game. Good for them. They, you know, they rallied and fought against a very good Bills team. But it's it's a it's coming as a shocker because this was a team that was supposed to do better than last season, right? Last season they fought hard for the seven wins they got. They were a seven and ten football team. They started the season off with Zach Wilson. That went horribly. Ended up having to turn to Mike White, who ended up, you know, winning them out some very hard fought games. In this season, they're supposed to be better. With Rodgers, we we expected them to be at least a nine and ten win team. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I, I just I, I'm gonna have to be realistic with you. From what I saw from Zach Wilson in that week one, it wasn't perfect. It still didn't show me that he's improved as much as a lot of the the, the hype's been around. You know the the Rogers hard knock good old comments that he said, the feedback that you've gotten, the reports that have come out. He still looks a little rattled and phased because we saw an easy pick that he threw, and that be either the beginning of the second or late in the first. To uh, the Bills linebacker, that was just a, it was a, that was an easy pick. Yeah. So the pick that Milano is the one you're referring to. He stared him down, like he yep. didn't even see him, right? So the guy is Zach Wilson's great. Like he had two good throws, two good throws in his first couple drives. 
that throw to Garrett Wilson was was a beautiful catch. Like no, amazing catch. Got, out my, got me up out of my seat. Like as good of a catch. Like I hit my girlfriend. Like yo, you gotta watch this. And she's of course not watching. But I'm like yo, you gotta see this. Like this is an amazing play. But the fact of the matter is the Jets' ability to keep fighting, to keep coming back, to keep you know keep playing is more overshadowed by the fact that the Bills, again, shoot themselves in the foot. Every the Bills, time. again, can't win in the clutch moments. The Bills, again, come up short off of Josh Allen. Josh Allen had four turnovers in that game. Four. Fumble, three interceptions. Horrible. There's no way you should lose that game. There is no way Especially you should lose that game. And it's not, you know, you never want to risk the crowd. Mm. The crowd was done. The Jets were done. And Josh Allen said, oh, here's a gift. And here's another. And here's another. It was bad. It was, here's another. Bad. Like, it was such, not necessarily bad football, but dumb football. Like, he is, Josh Allen has the most, he is so frustrating to watch. And I'm sure if I'm, a, if I'm a Bills fan, I am so frustrated with this team. I understand why Diggs feels the way he does. Because me as, a, as, a, a, as someone who's watching from the sidelines, I have no dog in this fight. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> I would be super, I would be super pissed if I was a Bills fan after week one. I understand it's just week one, but when you're in a division with a team that you are up 13 points, 13 points, you are up on this team, and you lose on a walk-off punt return in overtime mm-hmm. after you won the toss. Yep. By the way, you won the toss and still lost. So I don't know what to tell you, Buffalo. I don't know what to tell you. It's coming to a point where – and this is this this shouldn't be that much of a debate. It's coming to the point where soon, the same thing we're saying about how Kirk can win in prime time, you're gonna have to start saying about Josh Allen because when prime time's coming, those are his biggest moments where we've seen the dogs not in him. It's just not there. The fight's not there. Yeah, Chris is absolutely right. Diggs has a reason to be upset because they were in, they were in the game. They did their thing. Unfortunately, Rodgers got hurt, but. They had a chance to really win the game. The momentum was gone in that stadium. It was like the the, the needle fell. Everybody wasn't even looking at the game no more. They think it was reason. quiet. It was quiet. We're seeing fans like they're showing little quick flashes of fans. Put a middle finger up. Like they know the se- They thinking the season's done. Who knows how the season's actually going to play out? But in their minds, at that moment, their season's gone. It's washed. And Josh Allen should have capitalized again. Is it, that's injuries happen. It's a part of the game. But he didn't take advantage of it. There was no dog in him. He was out. He he. You thought you would have thought he was the Jets quarterback at that point in time. The way that he just kind of just disappeared throughout that game. When you go to the Jets side, there's been a lot of discussions. All right, you know, the injuries happen. A lot of discussion who their backup QB is going to be, Chris. You heard Colin Kaepernick say he wants to play. RG3, if you watch the full clip, because I, I don't want him calling us out of the way. If you watch the full clip, RG3's come out and said that there's a reason why a lot of guys, like, he, he could still play, but there's, guys, there's a reason why guys like him and Cap or Cam Newton wouldn't be able to, you know, be picked up by the Jets, unlike a Carson Wentz or Nick Foles, is because of, the, the media portrayal around it, how much of it would be off their name base where it's not going to be a team thing, it's going to be a them thing. So, I, Colin Kaepernick's name, I, I believe, is already out, right? Colin Kaepernick's name is out. RG3's name is already out. 
I don't know what the stake is for Cam Newton. There hasn't been much rumors around it. I think Cam will be a good fit. But if we're just going off of who the options they have, you used to say they have these three options right now, which is Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, and Carson Wentz. I think their best bet would be to go with Carson Wentz. Why? They don't need any of them guys. Why would you want Carson Wentz? They need a backup QB. They need a backup. I don't. Go get somebody. You don't need. Stop with these retread quarterbacks. Oh no! It's it's no, 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 no. No, I don't want to hear Carson Wentz. I don't want to hear Matt Ryan. I don't want to hear RG three. I don't want to hear Cam Newton. I don't want to hear Kaepernick. I don't want to hear any of them guys. Go get. Go get some. Go get some young guy. Go get some guy who played in the preseason. Go get Dorian Thompson Robinson. Go get somebody else. Stop with Carson Wentz. Stop with Matt Ryan. Stop with Nick Foles. Stop with these guys. So you Stop it. No, no, no. Yes. 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 A hundred percent. Yes. Guys that's played in the last, I don't know, 365 days. Guys that's played more recently. Guys that's been better. Now, now here's the thing about Carson Wentz. We, all the things we say about Zach Wilson, what does Carson Wentz do better than Zach Wilson at this moment? Nothing. Let's be for real. What does Matt Ryan do better than Zach Wilson at this moment? Dissect the game in the booth. That's about it. Okay, that's fine. In the booth. He's already got coaches. Matt Ryan can't move. <laughs> Carson Wentz stinks. Nick Foles is done. Yep. Kaepernick hasn't played in like 10 years. Oh, Cam yeah. Newton hasn't been good in like 10 years. <laughs> RG3, please. So all I've got to say is stop with these retreads. I don't want to hear any of them guys' names brought up again. And it's unfortunate because if I'm a Jets fan, I'm already miserable. I'm, do, yeah, not I'm give, do not give me Carson Wentz. They don't give me that. That's arguably that's that's like that. that's like oh. someone getting shot. Hold on, that's like someone getting shot and says, Oh, I'm gonna give you something to numb the pain, and they give you heroin. I forgot, I forgot a name, Chris. This blew my mind. Forgot. He used to be a former Jet as well. Joe Flacco's on the list as well, potential free agents. I forgot. I forgot the name. I forgot to give you that name. I did. I, that's on me. I forgot. Can we get someone who's not a hundred? Like, please. Like, I don't. I don't actually know. Besides those guys, like, who the backup QB could actually be, right? Like, I don't know who they else can go get because a lot of the backups are already taken. You know, like unless they make a trade, like, would you consider trading for a Mr. Trubisky if you're the Jets? Sure. Why not? I'm gonna give you some more names. Would you consider going to potentially get, let's say, uh, I don't, I don't remember what team he's on now. Teddy Bridgewater. Would you potentially? He, he is. He is Detroit's backup. Okay, but I, I, again, like those are guys that. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start making, before we start going down that rabbit hole of like, who would you trade for, or whatever? No, not trade, but I'm just saying these are backups I'd rather have than the guys we just named. Oh, those are guys I'd rather have. If I'm, if I am, if I'm a a quarterback of any any type any type guy, right? Like maybe a fringe guy, maybe made a practice squad, whatever. I'm definitely looking at apartments in New York because you're going to get you may get called. <laughs> Are them practice squad guys? Mm-hmm. So the idea of the Jets bringing in a backup quarterback has to be someone who's not a hundred years old, okay? And someone who doesn't stink and turn the ball over constantly because they have that already. Well, well, then they can't bring in Josh Rosen because you said you wanted somebody young. Well, he's young, but stinks, he does. I mean, if you want to bring in Josh Rosen, fine. That's fine. You know what? I'd rather kick the tires on somebody who's not a thousand years old. I mean, at this point, because let's be for real, like we're just talking about 
Call matter of fact, matter of fact, if you want to kick the tires of somebody who's a thousand, call Brady. But they, I mean, hey, Shannon Sharp has said it on the four letters. Bring in paying twenty five million. <laughs> bring him in. Bring him in. Listen, if the, would I do it? No, I'm not. Bringing now listen, him. now listen, listen, listen. What they say on the Alphabet Network is usually. You know, usually quality stuff, right? Sometimes, sometimes there's some outlandish nonsense. Oh yes, yeah. that was one of the. But usually, the four letter folks get it right when it comes to stuff like that. There is no way in hell Tom Brady is going to become a, a New York Jet. No, no chance. There's no way. No if, chance. If you're a Jets fan, you should. If you're a Jets fan, you shouldn't want Tom. Brady. No, 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 you wait, 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 wait. Yes, you should. If you're a Jets fan, yes, you should. Let me name you. Yeah. Stop, Jared. Let me name you Jets quarterbacks of the past. All right. Since Joe Namath put his finger in the air in 1968, okay? Bum, 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 Whole bunch of bums. You're thinking out of it out of a realistic And Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington and a bunch of bums. That's how you know. You can't think like that, Chris. You're you're not a Jets fan. This is unbiased from you because you're not a Jets fan. But if you're a Jets fan in that division, that's why Tom Brady ruined your seasons year after year. Exactly. After year after year. He's on your and side. No, that don't work like that. They can't. They, a real Jets fan wouldn't want that. Wouldn't want okay, him to okay, let me ask season. a real Jets fan a real question. Do you want to be mad at Brady or do you want to win? And let's be for real. How, how much is Brady really winning with this Jets? How much is, is Zach done? Wilson winning? Well, he's won one. Did he? So did he win that game? Did he win that game? Are we sure oh, Robert, that he won that game? Robert Sala. Robert Sala with smoke coming out of his ears and the top of his head real shiny put together a defensive masterpiece on Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Defensive. Listen. Great. I'm not gonna come at Zach Wilson and uh, like something crazy. I will. In the day, no, I mean, I'm, I'm again. I think he's a bum, but <laughs> you now are a bum with a two-time MVP level guy in your ear next to you, giving you his tutelage and teaching you. Like at the end of the day, it's not like Rodgers gonna stay home. Rodgers gonna be at those games. He's gonna coach him up as well. So this is this is this is honestly, Chris. This is Zach Wilson's last last shot. Like for real, if we're being legit honest, this is his last shot. To showcase he got the it factor to be an NFL starting quarterback. Because now there's just there's just nothing else. Like you're gonna be a backup to learn behind Aaron Rodgers, and then that was gonna help him grow when it was his time to shine. Well, listen, that that's the timeline sped up. Now you're gonna have to have Rodgers teaching you as he is injured, watching you have to put on the best performances of your career because now every day is your last, is basically gonna be your last. Every day you want every day you want to audition. Yep, every day he's auditioning. Every day he has to prove that not only himself, but to the guys around him in that locker room that, yeah, I've, I've improved and I've gotten better from the last year. Remember, Chris, there was stuff going on with him last year in the media and stuff where he was saying, uh, you know, throwing guys under the bus. And there was like the backlash from how he had a different viewpoint from how his teammates had a viewpoint of how his play was going. So it's time for him to showcase that he's a new man, changed, and he's a better QB because the Jets. We're supposed to be good this year. And the Jets Who knows still going. could be good this year, but not Super Bowl been. contending good like they hope. No, not anymore. Not anymore. If they do, then they've 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 played. They've been Robert Sal would win coach of the year if they were to go with this. If game. they did, that means they must have re they must have attached someone else's Achilles to Aaron Rodgers 
and then gave him with some kind of horse tranquilizer so he can't feel his leg, and then let him go out there and play. That's it. No, or more or a like like Mike moment happened, and he put on Rogers' cleats and got his power. Yeah, or 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 something more realistically, they gave him whatever they gave Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and Rogers came out like Joe like Joe Namath wagging his finger, carrying the flag. Hold on, I ain't, we even talk about this. Carrying the flag with the spotlight on him. Now that that was great television. And to turn around and to see his legs snap like 15 minutes later, horrible. If I was a Jets fan, I'd cry myself to sleep daily. Speaking of crying myself to sleep daily, Jared, I saw Tom Brady on a football field where my favorite team was playing against the team that he was supporting. And I, I, for a moment, for a single solitary second, thought that maybe New England could pull this out, but they didn't. But the Eagles ain't look real great in week one. Oh. On the flip side, the two other NFC contenders, uh, San Francisco, Dallas, both looked amazing in week one. Now, I, you could argue they both played lesser teams. But, so did the Eagles. but are you concerned more for the Eagles or more impressed with Dallas and or San Francisco? I'm not concerned with the Eagles. Week one was horrible for the entire NFL. Every quality quarterback that we saw, unless your name was Tua or Justin Herbert, who just had like, you know, no defensive players, just a, a straight slugfest. Unless you're those two guys. I read the quarterback was horrible. Burrow got benched because the weather was so bad and he just wasn't playing great. Dak didn't play all that great, if we're being real. Like he he just had the defense, took advantage of a Giants team that was just looked like the worst team in NFL football. They looked, they were the worst team in football. It was 40 nothing like that is abysmally and embarrassing. It's bad. And then that that defense ran through them. Dak just had to make some good throws, and then that, that's what carried that team. Now, the 49ers are like the best team in football. That was a dominant one, Chris, on both ends of the field. The, the three and outs that the defense was forcing, the interceptions, and then the way Brock Purdy was commanding that offense, Brock Purdy looked like he was the last season, right? Like, it's not a fluke. That, that whole conversation about, is it a fluke? Can he do it? Yes. That team is poised. Brandon Ayuk has emerged. That team was good. I'm confident to say that the 49ers are like the best team in football, but the Eagles, I'm not, the Eagles and Cowboys, I'm, I'm, I'm still concerned with the Cowboys when it comes to everything they have to do. The Eagles, it's, it, you can see that it's shaky because of play calling has changed. Shane Steichen is now the head coach of the Colts. Shout out to them. They looked, they looked good in that game. Yes, they lost, but they looked good in that game. The play calling. I saw his play calling in that Colts-Jaguars game. In the Eagles game, I saw Brian Johnson just looked a little shaky. There was a couple plays where I'm just like, why are we calling this? And I, I saw rust and fatigue that comes from when your first team doesn't get a lot of preseason reps. And I talked to Chris, I talked to you about this on the side. I'm not a big proponent of having a lot of preseason games. But I am a proponent of saying, yo, you got to play at least more than one, one and a half series. You got to give these guys a little bit more reps. I know injuries can happen, but they, they, Jalen Hurts was rusty. The defense made some great plays at the beginning. Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter played phenomenal. But the offense looked shaky. Dallas Garden didn't see the ball at all the entire game. DeAndre Swift, the newest running back addition, just looked pedestrian. And the Eagles just didn't look like they had a cohesive unit going in when they just say everything looked like it was flowing and running on all cylinders. But they, they pulled out a win, and I think it's going to get better as they have the shorter week and they can go into the next game. But I'm not that concerned yet. 
with how the Eagles are going. Now, let me ask you this. Are you more concerned with the, how the Eagles play or how Cincinnati played? Cincinnati. Because Cincinnati, to me, I would be a little bit more concerned because that was a division rival. Way more First game of the and, season. And Cleveland, Cleveland has been whooping up on Cincinnati quite as it's kept. For the last, I think yes. that's the last six matchups. They are five and one in their last six matchups. Cleveland head to head against Cincinnati. We we look at Cleveland, right? And if things break right for Cleveland, they could end up being like seven and one. Like they have a sneaky. I wouldn't say easy, but they have a win. They have a lot of winnable games if things. Remember, break I break. told you this a couple of weeks ago when we did the breakdown. I told you games they could win, and I said this was a 50-50. And I was like, they can end up going potentially five and two or five, six and one or something like that. And you were like, Jared, you're crazy. I'm like, no, the Browns schedule's kind of light. It's kind of it's kind of kinda so here's the thing, right? Like they have uh Pittsburgh this Monday night in Pittsburgh, right? That I think they were they they looked a lot better than Pittsburgh did in week one. I would have to think that Pittsburgh will look a little bit more lively in week two. I talked to I I, listen, I talked to people who were in the building in Acreshore in week one, they knew it was over quickly. Like people were people were flooding out the stadium and going to get drunk. It was over quickly in Acrisure. Mm-hmm. Now, we look at this game after that. They have Tennessee at home. Cleveland does. That's a winnable game. Cleveland, Tennessee, and New Orleans had a rock fight. And Tannehill stopped. And and Derek Carr wasn't much better. At least he had turned the ball. Ravens always getting hit with the injury bug. Who knows who may be injured by the time that Baltimore comes to town? Then they got the Niners at home. That's going to be a that's you're going to see if Cleveland got a little bit of life in them. Because if Cleveland hang with San Francisco, we need to change our tune on Cleveland. Listen, Chris. Listen, listen. I'm not even the Browns. I think again, Deshaun didn't look much better than like he didn't look as great as like or as bad as uh, Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow threw like 38 passes. The game, the weather was horrible. Like the weather was bad, and, and, and the just, weather was, was and the weather was bad weather. on a lot of games. It was a lot of games where it was terrible weather. Uh, New England, the Browns, uh, New England, Cleveland, all the games up and down the East Coast were bad. The Eagles game was weather was affected. Like it was games that affected Cowboys, them. Cowboys, Nick, Giants. Nick Chubb carried that Browns team to that victory. Nick Chubb was running through the Bengals defense. You can see there the loss of Jesse Bates is a factor. You can see what's going. Like Joe Burrow was there trying to pass a lot with Joe Burrow. It just wasn't. Joe Mixon couldn't get anywhere. That O line supposed to be improved, but they didn't look as improved that we thought it was going to be. So yeah, the, the, the Bengals look they, they look bad, but the, the running game really helped for the Browns. So we'll have to see how it goes forward. But the Ravens, Chris, I, I feel bad for J.K. Dobbins. This is three seasons, three years straight of a season-ending injury. Like, my prayers can only go out for him because it's like, at this point, when do you just say it's over? This is this three years straight of this, the same type of injury. He just cannot play the entire season. And the Ravens didn't look that much better. With all the talk we've had throughout the offseason of how they have a better receiving room, how they have Lamar's back healthy with the bag that he wanted, that he was sitting for, that he was, he was going to get. He's got it. And you go into a game with the Texans, and I'm not saying Texas was like going to be sweet because that defense I think is improved, but it's a, t- it's a team that you shouldn't have much when you're coming to threat. They're not. It was one of the, the it was one of the most least impressive two touchdown wins you'll ever see. Like, yeah. and it well, Lamar didn't throw any touchdown or run. Like it just looked real. Like they kind of 
never put him away, kind of. And like, it felt like At it all. felt like Houston was one kind of swing where it's kind of like, oh, they might have a little bit of a chance. And I think that a lot of people came coming into the you know week one and coming into the season thought that Houston, Arizona, Tampa Bay. All these teams that we thought were going to be like bottom feeders. I thought the Rams were going to be garbage. The Rams. The Rams looked crazy. Some people try to tell me the Packers. I Listen. Go ahead. Oh, man. I'm listening. That boy is garbage. Who? Who? That that boy, Justin Fields, he might be garbage. Okay, okay. I told you you last week, Jerry. Mind you, you know, Chris, let's put this in hindsight 2020. Jordan Love didn't go that great. Aaron Jones is a superstar. Jordan, Jordan Love. Hold on. Stop it. Jordan Love leads the league in touchdown passes right now and passing rate. Stop it. Shut up. That's not all. Shut up. You throw a slant. Because Aaron Jones is getting you oh, 90 yards down the field. And, oh, Drew Brees did it for like five years. No one ever said anything about what he did. Drew Brees threw slant passes to Michael Thomas and about. swing passes to Alvin Kamara for five years in a row. And no one said anything. Jordan Love. Jordan Love made those passes. Because Zach wants to make those passes? Red zone. I would hope. I would hope. Right? You, if you're a you would hope. But are you? I didn't ask you if you hope. I didn't ask you that. I asked you, could he make, can he make those throws, Jared? Who? Zach Wilson? Yes. I guess. Uh, oh, I, I guess. You guess. I don't, I'm not a Jets fan. I don't know what Zach Wilson's capable. I know he's a bum. And I know Jordan Love's been what in the league for three years now, so I would hope he's good. Oh no, four years. I'm sorry, he came in before. Um, he came. He came in the year this before. Is third, this is his third year. Oh, so they came in. I, I would hope. At the end of the day, all I saw was Aaron Jones dominate. And if Aaron Jones go dominate like that, then yeah, why, why wouldn't Jordan Love have a good game? Yeah, you got to feed off your running back. That man was carrying them through it. It feels just didn't look like he didn't look good again. He like I, I don't. I'm not, I don't want to say that Justin Fields can't throw because he makes some good throws. Fields now. has the physical tools. He just cannot. Just, Listen, I don't know if it's him or it's the Bears. Oh, again, it might be Bears as well, but this game awareness for me just shows that the play calling is, one, still abysmal. And, two, he's just taking too much time where he believes in his legs so much, he's not really taking the time to read the pocket well. He's not really like, taking the time to read the thing. And, his, and, his, and here's the pocket. thing I, I mentioned to you, Jared, when we talked about games last week and we picked games and not picked the Packers, you picked the Bears. Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze combined have done everything in their power to stunt the growth of Justin Fields. Yes. Now, if there was anything to be sa- saved from Fields' career, it will not be in Chicago. Like, it's not you happening. Because you can't at – at, at what point do you say that it's not the town anymore, it's the coaching? And I, I think at this point the, the conversation needs to really start rising again. We normally wait till week four, but a week one conversation needs to be given. Another week one conversation needs to be given. I understand the Falcons are whatever, tanking, rebuilding, whatever, but Arthur Smith played home was abysmal for us. Horrible. Drake London played 91% of the snaps, did not, did not catch Yeah, that. but is that a byproduct of – I mean, everybody knows what Atlanta is doing. Oh, no. Yes, it's bad. But it's a byproduct of play call. Blake, the play call is horrible. It, it, was, it, was, it was high school level play I'm call. sorry. I'm sorry. What do you expect them to do? I, I ex- If you know your team – that you're one, you're going against the Panthers, a divisional game, a, a game you can win. The, the, the game you did, the, win. They did they win. They did win. Justin Bates, thankfully, had a phenomenal performance. But when you're talking about stuff like that, it's not like Desmond Ritter played great. No, he didn't do. He threw what, nineteen times, twenty times in the game. 
If we're still going off the Mariota foundation from last year, they got to get – that's what should have crumbled first when you knew you were starting Desert Ritter. That should have crumbled first. We cannot go into these games thinking we're only going to make 20 passes or 19 yeah, passes. If you, I know you if you can – their strength is out. not throwing the ball. Their strength is running the ball and controlling the clock, what and that's what they did. Me, what have you told me about a particular team that you know once you figure it out, it's easy to know what they're going to do? The same thing you talk about about the Giants, run, handoff, run, for you now. That's what the Falcons are going to be, and you don't want that because right now they have an opportunity okay. knowing that nobody nobody believes in Desmond Ritter. We don't believe in Desmond Ritter. So you have an opportunity to really just go out there and just play the way you want to play because nobody has yeah, to Yeah, but why? You don't have to do that. You don't have – why are you out here trying to play to prove a point? Not, it's, like, it's win games. And, and that's, that's what they did. Against the Panthers, but ain't about to do that against other good teams. Yeah, Panthers they won. Team this team won seven games last year. Atlanta won seven games last year. Not with Ritter, they didn't win seven games. Okay, they won, they won, they won four with Ritter last year. And that's that's cool. They played, won four. How many did he play? Like eight? I don't know. He might have split the season with so, Mario because Mario had that season ended. Okay, so while I, I'll, I'll look up exactly the statistic on that. But it wasn't like Ritter came good. in and lit the world on fire. That's not, you know, whatever. But that's not how they play. Like, they have three running backs in Atlanta. They got Drake London and they got Kyle Pitts. You tell, you tell me who's the, who's the superstar among, the, Drake among those guys. Very good. Say it again? Drake London and Kyle Pitts are two very good Okay, yeah, very good. I said, tell me where the superstar is on that offense. It's in the backfield. It's Bijan. That's the superstar. Not it should be Kyle Pitts as well, but they don't feed him. The targets aren't there. Why? Because they don't throw the ball. Why? Why would I throw the ball if I if 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 Ritter is my quarterback? Why the hell am I throwing the ball? Maybe the maybe the Giants need to learn from the Falcons. Maybe the Falcons are doing the Giants better because the Falcons the Falcons don't go the Falcons don't go run 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 punt. They go run 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 field goal. That's, I mean, there's a difference. It, it, it is working for them right now. I mean, again, screen pass. The Giants' O line was horrible. Giants' O line looked like they had five of you out there trying to block. Well, they had at least one of one of those matchups. At least one time, I'm taking a leg out of something. I'm trying to block the sun. That, that, is, that is a flag, sir. Well, something's getting done. I'm, I'm throwing my heart and soul out there. If we go false start, miss a block. Not want to not want to block for at least a second. I don't even think Daniel Jones had more than half a second to snap the, not, the ball. As soon it. as Daniel Bo- Daniel Jones had the ball in his hands, somebody was in his face. It was. I mean, you know who that someone was? Micah Parsons on the field, David. Then he was giving them the business, and it just showed. Like again, the Giants came into this season. Mm-hmm. Not Giants. I'm sorry. Giants fans came into the season. Wholeheartedly telling you and I, because you know we both have some friends that are Giants fans. Wholeheartedly telling I use, you, I, you, you use that f word lightly. Oh, you're right. That's fair. Thank you. Told us it wasn't a fluke. Told us it, it wasn't. That a was luck. that was the f that was the f word I was referring to. Fluke. Uh, they told us. They told us we could do it again. Our team's better. We brought in Darren Waller. We have better receivers. Our teams. Our, we have a coach of the year. I can't. Guys, I can't name good. none of the receivers. Outside Darren Waller, you know why? Because none of them showed up. None of them showed up. Can't name him either, Chris. He's now hurt. Unfortunately, he's now hurt. Knock on wood that he can actually continue up the season. But Darren Waller's hurt. Questionable. Questionable with a hamstring 
with a rest designation will play week two. Stop you do those hammies are bad for you. You know those hammies are working. He's playing. I don't, I don't think that's, you underestimate the hair straight. Like, I hope that. He is playing. Don't. See, but, no, no, no. Let me, let me take everybody inside a little bit. Jared out here trying to put bad juju on my fantasy team because oh, I he know, lost, I because he oh. lost to me. I did. I'm so upset. You should be. I mean, again, I would be. Was, I would be super upset if I was you. I would. I am. Mean, it was. Uh, things happened. Unfortunate events with my new place came into an event where I couldn't make the necessary roster changes. But mm-hmm. as life, gotta move on to the next week. Dan Wilder, I forgot was on your fantasy team. I honestly thought he was on. Uh, he me seventy six fantasy team. I know that dude was running like a two tight end set. I honestly thought he was on his team. I, listen, he, he he running something. So I I don't know, but. The Giants, I, they might end up being the worst team in football. Nah, listen, I know it's week one, and I know we got a lot of hyperbole, but I, like, I saw the Arizona Cardinals, and they are undoubtedly yeah. the worst team in football. Now, they didn't quit. I'll give them that. They didn't quit. But if Josh Dobbs is your quarterback for 17 games, be prepared to take a lot of L's. A lot of yeah, L's. All of them. It's all they Bring in Caleb Williams. Like, bring in Shadir saying whoever you want to bring in. But no, the Giants, but again, the Giants just it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing game, embarrassing display. I they'll they'll probably bounce back. Uh we'll, we'll go to the predictions and see who they play this week. But that is just a whole like what I'm what I'm telling you, Chris, I'm watching the game for the first half and not turning back in the in the, uh, late in the third. I'm like, oh, this is just I'm like, they're still fans. Listen, what did you say some some people some people took a lot of time, uh, took a lot of a lot a long trip, a lot of miles, and paid a lot of money to see that game. They was going to stay to the very end, and I do not blame them. I do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, we've done it before, but I don't know if I could really sit in stomach for nothing else like that. Forty, to, 40 to nothing is one thing. Forty to nothing in the rain. Mm. Forty yeah. to nothing in the rain to the Cowboys. That's like again the NFL. 40, the no, no, no. 40 to nothing in the rain to the Cowboys on Sunday night football. You gotta go to work Monday morning, mad as hell. Mad as hell. Cause you know you were not getting home till like two in the morning. For real, for real. You gotta get up at six AM, go to that crappy job, talk to them stupid people at your job, and they wanna talk about, oh, did you watch the game last night? I was there! <laughs> you tell him you was there. Or even worse, you, you have to deal with me in the group chat, lighting it up because y'all lost by 40. Right. If you, let, if you let, a, let, a, let a guy like Jared start talking trash to you, it's the worst thing ever, okay? You just want to punch because him in the face. I'm a winner. And well, when I not tell last you, week. Yeah, fantasy, fan, that fantasy was horrible, but my team wins. The Eagles were winners. So when my team go 1-0, I, I hate for you to not to be a team that goes one and zero because I'm talking trash. You spent all all season for your team to be zero and one. Can't relate. Let's not even talk about all the. You spent all season talking, saying, "Oh, the Eagles, y'all lucky. The, the Giants wasn't ready for y'all yet. Y'all ain't ready." For how the Giants? Either. How the Giants not ready? They saw them three times last year and got their ass whooped all three times. Stop it. I'm, it's it was, it was a horrendous display of football. Uh, horrend- the, the Giants got horrendous. Listen, I know this has turned into like dump on the Giants segment, and, and pretty sure we'll stop because you know we went from like dumping on the Jets to dumping on the Giants, and that's that's fine. You can switch the Titans next if you want. 
Oh, let me tell you about the Tennessee Titans. That team is hot garbage. I feel so bad for Mike Vrabel because they have tried for so long to get rid of Tannehill, but the replacements stink even worse, so they're stuck with Tannehill. Yeah. That's so sad. That is terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. The man threw 198 yards and three interceptions, Chris. And Ryan Tannehill is honestly old Zach Wilson. Old Zach Wilson? Yeah. He is th- – yeah, honestly. No, because he can't throw like Zach. Like, when I say – at least Zach got a cannon. Zach could get the ball down. Like, if you – Tannehill, one good Tannehill can throw the ball kind of far. He just has no accuracy, no nothing. It's just a lot of – it's just – it looked real pedestrian is the word. He was, he was – well, you know I love that word. You know I love that word. Why? Because it's what he is. That man was hobbling, crippled. Force feet and D hop, and I, I would too. I would force feet down the as well. But let, let me let me name the, let me name the let me name the relevant receivers on that roster. Okay, you ready? DeAndre Hopkins. Thanks for yes. thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for coming to my <laughs> TED talk. That's it. Cause I, yeah, because I don't know if Traylon Burks is as healthy or if he even played, but it's, it was bad. It was a horrible game. The Tennessee Titans. No wonder they fired their GM. He has completely <laughs> sunk that. Completely sunk that franchise. Remind you, the defense is solid though. Like it's it's it's, it's so sad that Ryan Tannehill's that QB because they have a competent defense. It's so defense sad is- that their offense scores negative points a game and their defense allows next to nothing and they still lose every game, every game, so, every game they lose. I remember Derek Henry going to the season saying he's going to show them why the running back position deserve, deserves to be paid. Yes, yes he, is. he, he deserves to, he deserves compensation. If you're a Tennessee Titans offensive player, you deserve compensation because you have gone through traumatic experience after traumatic experience after traumatic experience. Like just that first game, I'm watching him and I'm like, man, it must be hard to continue to carry this quarterback through the mud like this. Through the trenches, knowing that he's just not—he's not reciprocating. Derrick Henry, Henry must have the world's largest squat because gotcha. because to carry fifty-three grown men on your back week after week, you must be like an amazing, like superhuman, a titan, the if point, you will. The point of having a team, teammates, is camaraderie, friendship, somebody you could trust to go into battle with. If I'm a Tennessee Titan, a Tennessee Titan fan, shoot, if I'm the newest GM, I don't trust to go to battle with uh, Ryan Tannehill. If, if I'm a it. Titans fan, I'm switching my teams. <laughs> was that was that meant for a particular person? No, I'm just listen. I'm a Sixers fan. I have switched my allegiance. Okay, to who? To no anyone who the Sixers are playing that day. I'm anti Sixers <laughs> to the end. No way! Get out of my face with that. You know, you're, if, if I'm, you're anti six, I'm a Cowboys. I am anti what? If you're anti six, I'm a Cowboys fan. Get out my well, face. good for you. Go ahead and say how about them Cowboys. Say it. No, 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 I never said right. that. That team is stinky, garbage. But they had a great showing this weekend. The Cowboys put up forty points. The Niners put up a, a, a ass whooping in Pittsburgh. Like I said, those two teams are. Right up there with Philadelphia, and I will argue Detroit as the class of the NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't. But after that, it's- you look at Minnesota, a disappointing loss to say the least to Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield looked like he got some life again. Uh oh, 
uh-oh, watch out for Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 6-11 and 11 this year. But when <laughs> <laughs> you look at Minnesota, Minnesota does this a lot too, is they lose winnable games. That yes. was a winnable game. They should have won that game. Justin Jefferson was frustrated. How long will this how long will this Kirk Cousins think? Because honestly speaking, Kirk Cousins' contract is up after this year. If this don't resign. if this Purdy thing don't work out for San Francisco, I see a natural fit for Cousins in San Francisco. But where do the where do the where do Minnesota go from? Where does Minnesota go? Without cousins, because if they are going to, like, are they going to draft? Are they going to move heaven and earth gotta, to go with Caleb Williams? Like, what are you going to do? Gotta me, you got to give me some replacements, Chris, before you just say what they're going to do without Kirk Cousins. Like, is there any other viable replacement? No, that's my question. Where is the viable replacement? Dak Prescott. So this, but this is this is incumbent on the Cowboys moving off of Dak. This is incumbent on the fact that the Dak the Dak. Prescott, the Dak, I'm sorry, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys are going to do what they always do every year. Look good in the regular season and then stink, come towards the end and into the playoffs. They're going to be guarded. Okay, but, and when they be guarded, but here's, right, we know well, here's, my, here's my question, right? Because I have, I have before called uh, Kirk Cousins uh, white, white Prescott and Dak Prescott black cousins. I've said that. Why would Minnesota literally go get a carbon copy of the same guy they just had? You have two reasons for that. One, one, Dak, I think, is better than Kirk. I, I think he's better than Kirk when it just comes to the intangibles and the way he can actually maneuver out the pocket. I know Dak still – Dak, even now, coming from the injury, he still can be mobile. Kirk's just not a mobile guy. Two, at this point in time, at least the conversation has come up that Dak was in a top-five conversation before. I don't ever remember Kirk ever being in a top-five conversation. When you're a star wide receiver – when asked the question, I forgot what show he was on, what podcast he was on, when asked the question, name me your top five QBs, and you don't even put your, your, your QB in that top five conversation, and you have one of the best records in the NFL at that time, when that question was asked to you, that's all your franchise should need to know to say he's, he's still, he's, he's here, but he's not happy. Remember, Justin Jefferson's trying to get his bag as well, right, Chris? If Justin Jefferson was to say, hey, I'm, I'm signing this incumbent of the fact that we want to bring in, I want a new QB. I love Kirk. You'd be good friends with Kirk. I love Kirk, but he's just not getting the job done. Because look at that game, Chris, and you tell me. Justin Jefferson had nine nine receptions, 150 yards, no touchdown. Most of his yards came in the first half. I think I only saw 20 in the second half. Yeah, maybe the defensive scheme might have been different. Cool. But at the end of the day, this is an issue that's always arised with Kirk. And the reason why Justin Jefferson's touchdowns have always been slightly lower than most is because of the fact that Kirk doesn't see him in the red zone. He misses and he squanders opportunities when he does see him in the red zone. That's something I've not, I've, I haven't had the biggest issue with Dak. The biggest issue you have with Dak is that when he gets to the red zone, oh, you might be cool. It's getting to the red zone that has been their issue. So that's like it's like a polar opposite, which is why I think it's a fair notion what you said about them being like literally polar opposite of each other. They literally, if you're if they're combined, they might be a top ten, top five guy, but they're not combined. So Dak and Kirk Hart, they have their they're they're literally the yin and yang of each other. But if you're now going off of what Justin Jefferson wants and what your team needs, then I think they would go with Dak because you've seen enough of Kirk. I think you've just seen enough. The same way the Titans have seen enough of Tannehill, the same way the uh, a lot of teams have seen enough, like the Browns have seen enough of Baker. Like just teams have seen enough of you, we'd rather go somewhere else. And now with the whole Cowboys bringing in Trey Lance, 
if this season doesn't work out, they have their safety valve in a Trey Lance, right? With with Dak and Trey Lance and everything. So I think that could be the seemingly fit that both teams could need where it's a parting way. We love you, Dak. We love you, Kirk. Yes, Kirk gonna have to find himself a new situation, but that might end up being best for both sides. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. So, I mean, I, I don't really fully agree because I think that the similarities that Cousins and Prescott have would completely turn Minnesota. If I'm if I'm the GM, it would completely turn me off the idea of Prescott. I've been there with that movie. I've done that with that movie. You've seen Dak with weapons. You've seen Kirk with weapons. You've seen Dak with a great defense. You've seen Kirk with a great defense. It's the same. It's the same story, right? Certain guys, I just believe, have to be in perfect situations for them to finally get the job done. We said the same thing about Stafford forever, and then he finally went and won a title. Perfect situation. Uh-huh. He had a great defense, had a great coach, had great weapons, right? You would both argue that Cousins and Prescott both have great weapons. Both. Prescott more than than Cousins, but they have great defenses, or at least defenses that are capable. Like you can call Minnesota capable. You can call Dallas great. Coaching might be where the snag goes because you know there's a lot of questions about McCarthy and his his talent versus the you know did, did Rodgers make McCarthy? Did McCarthy make Rodgers? Whatever. And then Kevin O'Connell still an unproven coach even though he had a great first year. So, I mean, if I'm Minnesota, I uh, I'm not going for, I'm not going for deck. Like I got, go get, give me, some, give me another option. Like, please. Like, because Minnesota, right now, because if you had Minnesota, if Minnesota had, I don't know. I'm just saying this for, for, for argument's sake. I'm not saying that this will happen, but I'm just trying to pull like a realistic name. If Minnesota went and got like Russell Wilson, Hell no. You don't think it would be better than Kirk? It might be worse, to be honest. It might be worse. Better offensive line. We got a run game. They got Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson can make me or you look good playing quarterback for the Vikings. So, Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm be realistic with you. Like, it's not like he doesn't have weapons over in the Broncos. Like, I'm not. Saying they're Justin Jefferson is, but Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are no sleep. Did Jerry Jerry Judy problem. who didn't play and Cortland Sutton he's hurt, he's hurt right now. Cortland Sutton who's often injured. But remember, they weren't hurt last year, and he had them both in Russ still with pedestrian. Yeah, I mean, but how much of that is the Daniel Hackett, which goes back to my Jets point of that's a good phone, Which goes back to the know. Jets point, which is I feel for you, Jets fans. I really do. <laughs> I'm so I, I am so sorry for your loss. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I would. Jared, Jared that. does not share my sentiment. Jets fans, please send all hate mail to at underscore JWs. I think they're done. I think the Jets are going to be a relatively done team. I'm be real with you. I think they. I think they had a good year. Off season. I mean, sorry, they had a good off season. Well, good job, off season champions. Jared, speaking of off season champions, before we come back to the NFL. Jay, talk to me a little bit about this Team USA, you know, international ball thing real quick. Like, talk for those of you who don't know, um, there is there is basketball being played. It was being played. It uh, was being played. Dennis Schroeder is now the FIBA champion. Let's he go, Dennis Schroeder! 
MVP. He won the MVP for the FIBA World Cup. Remember when Dennis uh, Schroeder was about to get an $84 million contract? No, it might have been 90 actually. It was it something. Was but, you know, Pepperidge Farm remembers. He is now a Toronto Raptor. Um, USA looked horrible. It was bad. I don't even think we uh, got bronze. We lost to Team Canada. Dylan Brooks had a whopping 39 points against us and has now named himself the villain. I think he's going to go into the season as that moniker. He said he's accepted it. But Team USA was bad. And then as soon as we lost, oh, man, LeBron, KD, Steph, Draymond Green, Jason Tatum, the works have come out. So they, they play for Team USA come the, uh, come, uh, when, when, the, when the World Cup comes or how, however that's going to be. I think it's next year, next summer. They said they're playing. They're ready. They're going to be committed. I still think this, the, the team is going to be missing a big man because that's one of the issues that we're having is the small ball that Steve Kerr was running just isn't working when it comes to rebounding. Jaron Jackson fouled a lot, but Chris, they're, they're, they're the now, uh, this the dream team 3.0. This is it for them, you know, for, especially for LeBron. How many times, how many times are you going to be able to pull out LeBron? And, like, are they going to treat the Olympics yeah. like, the, like the retirement league? Like, they're going to stop playing in the NBA, but they're just going to come back and play in the Olympics every four years? Ah, uh, who knows? But they're, um, this is it for them, man. This is going to be their last hurrah, the last show where they all get to play together. And they, they, they're confident, they're saying, they're ready to go. They try and win. They got to prove it now because after that, the whole Noah Lyles thing, talking about uh, – hey, First of all, that Noah Lyles thing is – is it got blown up. It was so dumb. Like, yeah, stop, it was a fair point. Stop yeah. being so stupid. I, I was in the chat just joking, like, well, are we taking this serious? Like, like who cares? I mean, we, we know he made a real point. There's no way you're believing that in it. A NBA championship is a world championship. It's just what is just called. We get it. You made a fair point. This team's gonna be good though, Chris. I mean, if you if you like watching USA basketball, oh, who wouldn't want to watch listen, all your all stars play? Listen, I'm not watching no basketball while football season is kicking off. I'm not watching international ball. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not football, doing it. football season. That, I mean, oh, you talking about the little FIBA stuff? Yeah, I'm Mikhail not Bridget watching FIBA. Well, that was over now. They, they we've lost. The Germany's won. Next summer, though. I want I need to ask this question. The best players that were born in the United States of America lost to a German national team with Dennis Schroeder and no Dirk Nowitzki. Daniel Tice was there. Daniel Tice! I believe Daniel Tice is on that team. That's almost that's almost like having man bun on the on the floor, okay? Where's Aaron Baines? Is Australia playing? Where is Australia? They they did not go for Is Man Bun on the Australian national roster? I I believe Aaron Baines. Long live Man Bun. And then, yeah, so they lost to like you know the NBA players that were on it, former or on it with Daniel Tice, Dennis Schroeder, Franz Wagner, and Moritz Wagner. Mind you, two Magic players, both who are good, good basketball. No, no, let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm glad you mentioned my my team for this year, the, the Orlando Magic. Let me tell you about. Fra- oh now now. Let, let me tell you about Franz <laughs> Wagner and Mo Wagner. They're brothers. That's all you know. That's all you know. That's all I got. A real insightful analysis by me. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, again, like it's it's way too early to talk about Team USA when you know the season hasn't even been upon us yet. Teams are still looking to see if Dame is going to be traded, Arden's going to be traded. So this is just a, a rough, brief catch to let us know that Team USA has fallen from grace. Though I think that's the, the most openly way to say that we're, we're trash at this point in time. You think people in, like, Germany talk about USA basketball the same way we talk about the New York Giants? 
Oh, absolutely, because they know we just got cooked. We got roasted. They're, they're, they're grinding us up. <laughs> they are grinding us up. Team Canada, Canadians, cooking us. Oh, the Canadians like, is laughing at us. Because like, not only did we lose to them for bronze, we let Dylan Brooks drop almost 40 on us. Like, they cooking us. When you lose to a team with Devin Brooks on it, it just hurt real bad because you just want to punch it. $80 million dollar Brooks, Chris. $80 million. Brooks. Now, listen, get your money. Now, now if, if you need me to be an asshole for $80 million, I have no problem doing that. None. You you hear me? None. All right, let's get back to so, football. I'm, t- yeah, I'm, I'm tired of talking about the – this place stinks, okay? <laughs> Jared. Back to football, please, please, please. There we go. So, Chris, you know, NFL predictions. Let's go. Chris, Chris let's go. Chris got me last week with the Bears. Hopefully I can get him this week. You won't. But, you know, first first game. Oh, you're doing the rundown. Let's go. All right, cool. I got you. I, 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 can, I, can, do I can do this. I can pick games. I can give y'all some expert analysis. All right, go ahead. And go the ahead. NFL schedule, week two of the NFL starts with Thursday night football, 8-15. Kirk Cousins takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, mind you, Chris, the Eagles will be without James Bradbury, uh-huh. Kenneth Gilwell, uh-huh. Nicole Dean, uh-huh. and a plethora of other players that at this point, oh, Reed Blankenships, our other safety. Yes. So, who do you got? Okay. Now, usually I defer to the checklist immediately when I deal with a Kirk Cousins game. However, I will talk you know, intelligently as much as I can about this. First, the Eagles missing a lot of key pieces. They did not look great on the road in New England. How much of that do we attribute to New England having six months to prepare? It's Brady Day. It's the weather. How much of that is the Eagles being rusty? How much of that is, is you know, the Eagles just not being the same team they were last year? I'm not saying the Eagles are going to be the same team they were last year. I would be very surprised if they were the same team they were last year because it's very hard to replicate that kind of success. It's very hard to be as dominant on both sides of the ball as they were last year. But the thing about good teams is they win all kinds of games. Ugly, close, it doesn't matter. They win these games. And I think that if Minnesota – I think Minnesota will be, will be motivated to bounce back. They come. They frequently come into Philadelphia and lose and get embarrassed. I don't think they'll get embarrassed, but I think that the Eagles win this game. Now, Jared, let's refer to the checklist. There you all go. All right. And please, please, let's go, let's go down. When will the game be? The game is not on a Sunday. Not on a Monday either. It's on a Thursday. Yikes. X. And what time is the game, Jerry? Is it at 1 p.m.? No, it's not 1 p.m. Is, is it a 4.30 game? Nah, nah. It's, it's, a, a, it's a night game? Night game, Chris. And is it a – hold on, hold on, hold on. The last question. Is this a home game for Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? Absolutely not. So I would say on the Eagles' home opener that they will win versus Minnesota. Thank you. Thanks for playing. I have the uh, Eagles winning as well. I think with Gainwell out, this is the perfect opportunity to really see how Swift plays, right? Mm -hmm. Kirk is going to come out with a a fury, especially Justin Jefferson, because, you know, the whole Justin Jefferson didn't get drafted by the Eagles. Poor Howie. Listen, listen. If Justin Jefferson hates the Eagles for that, Dude, dude, that's fair. Now, that's fair because we all wanted you. We all all wanted you. We all wanted you. I'd been doing doing the gritty right along with you. Don't even worry about it. But I still think the Eagles win. I think they're going to think that that, 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 that
We probably wouldn't have AJ Brown, but we would have had Justin Jefferson and Devonta Smith. Who kn- I mean, Smith. who knows if they had Devonta Smith, but they, they had Justin. I think we did. again, yeah. the roster still wasn't great. Justin Jefferson was the crazy. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Again, I was with. They had Jalen Rager. Yeah. Ah, we? All right. What's the next? The next, game? next game will be another divisional matchup. Oof, tough break. Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals will be taking each other on. The Ravens will be at the Bengals for this game. Who do you got? Bengals at home coming off a terrible loss in Cleveland. Baltimore on the road. Give me Cincinnati. I think that Burrow bounces back. I think that familiarity breeds content. And I think that I think that Cincinnati just I think Cincinnati's a better team than Baltimore right now. I think Baltimore is still missing or going to be reeling from losing J.K. Dobbins. I think that this is the one I think this I think they'll split. So I think that Baltimore wins their next matchup. Now, barring whatever, how if they're kind of even, I think Baltimore wins the next matchup. But I think that you have to defer to the home team in a early season game. Burrow has to bounce back, look better. I think they'll try to get involved with Joe Mixon early. I think they'll try to attack where Houston couldn't because Houston had opportunities. If they were, if those throws were being made by Burrow and not Stroud and not in a monsoon in Cleveland, I think that Joe Burrow would look much better. So I'm going to take Burrow uh, against Baltimore. I also have the Bengals winning again with the loss of J.K. Dobbins. I have yet to hear anything about the return of Mark Andrews, who you can see is a big missing piece for that team. Lamar just didn't look great. Bro didn't look great, but I think Bro didn't look great because of the weather. Lamar was playing. And I think it was rust, too. I think it was rust. Rust in the weather. Lamar was playing in good condition, and he just didn't look as well as we thought he would look after signing his bag. So I expect the Bengals to win this Yes. Chris, the next game after that, Mm -hmm. after a surprising, surprising loss, to, to the, I was about to say San Francisco, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Rams, mm-hmm. the Seahawks will be taking on the Detroit Lions who beat the Chiefs the first game of the season. They will be at the Lions home for this game. Who do you got? It's Detroit traveling to Se- Seattle, you said? Seattle will be going Seattle to Detroit. Seattle going to Detroit. Give me Detroit. I think Detroit's going to be flying high after their week one win. Now, this could easily be a trap game for Detroit. They could be too high. I always talk about how teams get too high and have to have a letdown. And Seattle is a good team. Seattle, who I know had a had a letdown of their own in week one because they were in – they should have won in week one. They should have beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think that they have a better showing in week two, but if Detroit is as focused as I think they came out in week one, I think they will get the win at home. I think that Jared Goff – um, as long as you're not getting him rattled, you're giving them time to hand the ball off to Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. That opens that play-action passing game. Um, and, and the same could be said for to Seattle. Seattle kind of plays the same way. Get Geno uh, some easy throws, get him in motion, get him in rhythm. I think that the team that's able to limit the mistakes will be the team that wins, and I think the Seattle is a little bit more prone to mistakes right now than Detroit is. So give me Detroit at home. I have Detroit at home as well. Like, there's, no, there's nothing against Seattle. Seattle's a good football team. I just think when you lose to uh, – I'm going to butcher his name. Puka Nuaku, Trent Atwell, uh, I'm, and Matt Stafford. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, uh, you're meaning uh, 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 Pokemon Nacho Chip is, I believe, the first man's name. That is not his name. Uh, I, 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 Tutu Atwell, I know that. Yes, I know Tutu Atwell. Well, you, not Tutu either, but uh, 
when you lose to those two guys who both put up 100 yards, it, one, shows you the quarterback of Matt Stafford is still there. After the injury, he's still a phenomenal quarterback that can read the pocket. Right. But also to show you the Rams aren't here to slouch. They're not when – I, when I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the, in the football, they still could end up being that because the team's still awful. Mm-hmm. But Seattle came in thinking what we thought as fans. They came in thinking what we thought as players. It can never happen, right? Like, it just can't happen because you go in there slacked and relaxed and thinking, oh, we got this easy in the bag, and they did. And, I, again, it could be a flip like that for the Lions going into Seattle after they just watched Seattle lose like that. But I just think the Lions are playing with a, a certain type of swagger and confidence that you, when you go into that, they're looking to show something, improve something this season. So I'm going to go with the Lions as well. All right. The, ne- the next game on the list is the Battle of the Rookies, Chris. Mm-hmm. You got both both lost their home openers. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe the uh, this team played at home, but the Colts are taking on the Texans in in Houston. Okay, it'll be Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud. Their first matchup against each other in their long NFL career. One may hope. Okay, so my first instinct is to say Indianapolis. Um, I'm with you on that, but this is dependent on. The health of Anthony Richardson, he came out late in that game in week one. So if he's fully healthy for week two, I think that they have an, an, an amazing shot. But I think Houston gets the win in week two at home. I think that they showed a lot of, uh, not poise, but they showed a lot of s- sneaky potential when they played Baltimore. They didn't get completely blown out. Yes, they lost by two touchdowns. Yes, they did. They lost by two touchdowns. But they never looked... Like they were, you know, like you remember how you know sometimes you see a bad team play a good team, and this bad team looks just like completely overmatched. Uh-huh. Giants Cowboys. They didn't look like that. Like they just couldn't. They just couldn't get it done. But it wasn't like they got the ass kicked for for sixty minutes. Like they they fought back a little bit. Now they held it close, and Baltimore just kind of made one or two plays and took the lead and kind of ran with it. Mm-hmm. But I think Houston Houston limits their mistakes. I think that Houston will limit their mistakes a little bit better. CJ Stroud, who did not throw an interception, did not throw a touchdown, but did not throw an interception, did not turn the ball over, was very conservative with the ball. Anthony Richardson, who had a couple of uh, uh, shaky throws, had an interception, but made some great plays with his legs. I think it's going to be a better game than people are anticipating and better game than people are thinking. And I think that Houston gets the win. All right, so this one is going to be opposite. I have the Colts winning this game. Yes, I like what I'm saw from CJ from CJ Stroud, but he did take five sacks in his debut. I don't think that's going to get much better when you're going against DeForest Buckner and Quiddy Pay and the rest of that Colts defensive line. I just don't. But I think that and just to push back on that, I think Baltimore has a much better secondary than the Colts. I yes, and then I think I believe the Texans have a better secondary than the Colts as well, which Anthony Richardson might have struggled for because again, the Jaguar secondary is a little shaky in my opinion. It's possible, but I think the Colts going to come out with this win because, again, this is one of these games where it, it is going to be, I think, determined on who wants it more and then on the legs of Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson's legs carry him just a little bit more than C.J. Stroud when it comes to your what you could do inside inside and out of the pocket. Right. Okay. That's so a fair I'm point. Gonna go, I'm gonna go with the that's a fair point. That's a, and I can – listen, this is one of them games – this is one of those games that's going to be very cl- very close, very tight, divisional game. Less than a possession. Field goal, touchdown, no more than seven points. The next game on the docket, after a great win against the Minnesota Vikings, 
great because they beat the Minnesota Vikings. Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers will now be taking on Justin Fields and the Bears. Stop, 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 stop. Tampa Bay, put your money on it. I'm, I'm with you. I have the, I have the Buccaneers. I have no well. faith, zero faith in Justin Fields. No faith, zero faith in Eberflus and Getsy. No faith, zero faith in the Chicago Bears. Some faith in Tampa Bay. I'm with you. I again. I'm not going to go into a deep. No faith in the Bears. I just I think the the Buccaneers win at this point. I don't. I just don't think the Bears are still ready. Bucks. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but Buccaneers are going to win. On to the next game. The Chiefs looking for some redemption after the Week One uh-huh. loss to the Lions. Uh-huh. We'll be taking on the Jaguars, who had a good way against the Colts. But the Chiefs will be going into Jacksonville for the. I game. have to stop you right there. That was not a good win. They played. For them it they played place. super sloppy. Super unorganized, super undisciplined. And you don't say that often yeah. about Doug Peterson coach teams. Teams like That's that true. are usually coached up well. They know what they're doing. They were sloppy. They were bad. Listen, not all wins are pretty, but as long as you get the W, it's all that matters. And who do you have for this game? Chiefs at the Jaguars home. Oh, Chiefs. Yeah, I have the Chiefs as well. I think they bounce back. Got Kelsey. Chris Jones is back. Yeah, got Chris Jones back. Didn't even talk about that. Got his bread. Yes. All right. Centers on top of that. He's looking to get some sacks. Listen, he was in the building. He was like, yo, y'all see what it looked like without me, right? Expect expect two sacks from Chris Jones this week, too. So I have the Chiefs as well going to this game. The next game will be the Green Bay Packers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Jesse Bates is questionable after his debut performance with them having a great game. Mm -hmm. Who do you have, Packers or Falcons? I have the Packers winning this game. I think Jordan Love came out, looked solid, looked very solid, made the throws that he was supposed to make, made the easy throws. Made the easy throws look easy, which is the great sign of a great quarterback. When you make the easy look easy, don't do too much. Didn't run around and and try to be Superman. Wasn't trying to play above his means, played his game, let the game come to him. His third season as 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 a pro, first year as a starter, I think that he showed some poise. You know, people forget that he he has played in games and started games before this year. He played a lot last year. He played in Kansas City the year before that. I think that this is the best version we've seen of Jordan Love. I think this is the best version we've seen of the Packers since he's become the starter, uh, even going back to last year when they played the Eagles game. So give me Love, uh, you said, on the road. They're going to be on the road. Packers on the road. Give me Love on the road. I also believe that the Packers are going to win this game. Aaron Jones is going to do it again. Dominate as well. He's going to handle his business. Give me the Packers. Next game up, Raiders versus the Bills. Will Josh Allen redeem himself versus Jimmy G and Devonta Adams? The Raiders will be coming to, coming, going to Buffalo for this game. Who do you got? Raiders had a great win last week against Denver. It's hard-fought, divisional win. Pulled it out, held on to the win 17-16 in Denver. Buffalo, I think, is embarrassed. Buffalo, I think, is pissed. Buffalo, I think, is going to try to take out as much frustration on the Raiders as possible. I think Buffalo wins this game by double digits. I'm with you. I Not, not even just with you. I think that's 100% how it's going to go. The, so I, I, we can move on from that one because, again, I just don't – I mean, Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy G is great and all to look at if you like that kind of thing. Just, but yeah, yeah. 
That was a needed win, but I don't think they're going to go much further than these needed wins from time to time. The next game up, Chris, mm-hmm. two two teams that need redemption. Yes. Only one team will get it in this That's game. usually how it works. You have the Chargers taking on the Titans at the Titans. Stop, 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 stop. One team is a professional organization that just don't have any defense. The other team is a professional organization who just can't score, period. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers as well. I think Justin Herbert, after a phenomenal performance, let's be fair, I think he had a great game. Let me, but let me tell you this. Mike Vrabel is a, is, a, is a very good coach, and I am so sad that he is going to be fired after this year because Tennessee is complete and utter trash. It's fair. And he will be I, and he will be someone's great defensive coordinator if he doesn't get a head coaching job next year. Hey, it's, it's going to be like that. I have the Chargers as well. They're not going to go again and lose another one. The next game on the list, Chris, this is going to be a slugfest. It's going to be Crawford destroying Earl Spence. You have the 49ers going to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Who do you got? Now, hear me out. <laughs> Don't say hear me out. Don't think, say hear, hear me, me out. out. Hear me out. I think the Rams have a flurry early where they kind of make it a game where you like, yo, what's going on with San Francisco? And I think San Francisco pulls away late. So, San Francisco. I, I think it's a San Francisco slugfest like they did the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're going to win the here's game. A, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, right? Matt Canada, who runs the Steelers' offense, is almost as vanilla as the Bears, right? Almost as bad. At least with McVay and Stafford, they at least got the Yamin to go out there and throw the ball and try to fit it in. They might not have the weaponry to compete, but they don't, they're not scared. They don't play scared. Pittsburgh, I think, at times plays scared. They play too conservatively. The Rams aren't going to play conservatively. The Rams are going to be what the Rams are, especially with Stafford back there playing quarterback. I think that they make a flurry because this is a team that they see twice a year. This is a divisional matchup, Jared. Divisional games, no matter how bad a team is, usually is not Cowboys-Giants. Like, I keep, I hate going back to that, but that's the, the example. Like, usually you don't see divisional games end up like that. So, Rams early and, and Niners pull away late. Next game, listen, I'm with you, so I'm going to go to the next game, the Battle of the Losers. Right. Huh. That's what it's called. Right. This is going to be the Super Bowl. Loser Bowl. You have the Giants taking on the Cardinals. They'll be going into Arizona for this game. I think I already know who you have, but let, let me hear it anyway. First of all, nobody wins when the family feuds, okay? When the two losing teams play each other, nobody wins, not even the fans, not even the teams, because they're probably tanking. But if you had to ask me who I think is going to win, I think the Giants are going to win. I think Dayball is yes. a better coach. I think Dayball has, is going to be fired up to prove that this team last year wasn't a fluke. I think, I think Daniel Jones will try to redeem himself. I think that they'll try to get Darren Wilder more involved early. I think they're going to try to get Saquon more established early. The thing about Arizona is they have no offense. They cannot score. When they play the Washington Commanders, do you know how they scored their only touchdown? was off a defensive fumble recovery, and the guy fell on it at the one and jumped into the – like basically fell into the end zone. That's how they yes. scored. 
Josh Dobbs is the quarterback for the Cardinals. No offense to Josh Dobbs. Looks just like Charlie Villanueva is going to lose to the Giants. Much offense to Josh Dobbs. We know what you signed up for, and I feel bad for you because you signed up I don't feel bad for him. He's getting paid, okay? I'd sign on the dotted line, too. He signed up the tank. The Giants are going to win this game because they're not trying to tank the season like the Cardinals are. I got the Giants winning. Chris, the next game, you this this is this one's going to be a little little, little different, uh-huh. a, little, a little upsetting for some for, for some fans. Okay. The number one the number one defense as of week one going against the Jets. You have the Jets stop. taking on the Cowboys. Stop! Stop! Cowboys. Stop! 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 Cowboys next. <laughs> I have the Cowboys winning as well. You have another team in the NFC East, the Commanders, traveling to Denver to take on Russ Wilson, the Broncos. Who do you have? Very reminiscent of Giants-Cardinals. Nobody wins when the family feuds. These teams potentially stink, both of them. Russell Wilson has some flashes, but... It's it's always just a flash. It's usually just like... A serious flash, and then it just disappears. You know, usually we, we went from Russ... They don't let Russ cook to Russ is cooked. So, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. Give me, right, give, me give me Denver. I got the give commanders. me Denver. Give me Denver. All right, well, I got the commanders on this one. Again, it's a to- that's a coin. It's, a, it's game. a toss up, but when in doubt, I defer to the to the to to what I know. Team struggle in that atmosphere in Denver. If you're not used to it, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that Denver's more. I think Denver has a better coach. And let you you know say what you want about Russell Wilson being cooked. He's a better quarterback than Sam Howell. So I will go with Denver. And then now you have the night game, a rivalry that's lasted a decade. Two teams that have been going back and forth. One team's been getting dominated by the other team for years to come. But that that man is no longer in the stadium. He was there last week, but he's no longer going to be in the building henceforth. You have the Dolphins. Going into the Patriots stadium to take on Mac Jones and the Patriots, who do you got? Depends on what the weather is. Now, if 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 Miami can't run, so here's the thing I worry about Miami is if they are not in like good weather situations, like if they're in a situation where they have to run the ball, they're not. That's not what they do. Like they like to throw that thing around. So if they're in a situation where they have to run the ball, I think New England wins that game. However, if the weather's good, and I think that everything is even. I think that Miami wins this game. I think that I think that New England is better than we might have given them credit for. I think that Bill O'Brien, your boy, has definitely shown that he is a valuable offensive coordinator, if not head coach. Well, he's better than the situation that um, last because, year. Because let me because let me let me paint the picture for you people. Last year, Mac Jones, poor guy was saddled with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Okay? Now, say what you want about Bill O'Brien. He had a 24-0 lead on the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. They lost that game, but they put up points. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. So I think that if all things are fair, all things are even, Miami wins the game. But if anything tilts in New England's favor, I would watch out. Listen, I'm – I've never won slack in the Patriots for defense. Something you never come at them for the years they've been in the NFL to say they've been a Boris defensive team. With that being said, though, I have the Dolphins winning because I believe Tua might be the comeback player of the year. After that first game performance with him and Terry Kill showed the chemistry and the connection, if you continue going with that forward, I have the Dolphins winning this game 
against the Patriots semi-convincingly. I don't think it's going to be by a field goal, but I have it being by a touchdown. So now, Chris, this is one of these weeks where it's a little, it's a little different. Uh-huh. Two Monday football games. Oh, yeah. Two games you get to watch on Monday. Most of us will be at work for some of these games, but two games. Speak for yourself. You get to watch on Monday. Mm-hmm. You have a divisional game, yes. Saints versus the Panthers. They will be at the Panthers' home for this All one. Right. Derek Hall will be able to take on Bryce Young. Yikes. Now, I'm going to give you two for one here so you can just give me both okay. teams. Saints. So you have the next game, another divisional game, Browns versus the Steelers. We already mentioned it a little bit earlier throughout the, at the show. Tune in, listen, go back to what we talked about. But the Browns will be going into Pittsburgh for this game, for the Monday night. You don't know what you have with Pittsburgh. You, you, you want to believe in Cleveland, but every time you believe in Cleveland, they let you down. I think that I'm going to – I think Pittsburgh is going to bounce back. They have, no, they have to bounce back. I think, Pitt, have to. I think Pittsburgh wins. I think New Orleans wins. I'm with you on both of those teams 100%. I don't think Mike Tomlin, who I, I believe in wholeheartedly to go do another 500 season, no no losing season in his resume, I believe he does it, right? He takes the win against the Browns, who are going to be a little bit overconfident. I think they are. We're going to be a little overconfident. They walk into the Bengals stadium after that whole elf debacle, which, you know, Jamar Chase, unserious player at the moment. But – I think the I think the Steelers are going to be coming in poised and locked in the win. The Saints and Bryce, I mean, not the Saints, the, the Panthers and Bryce Young are young. This is a young football team. Yeah, the, the Panthers have an up-and-coming defense with Bruce Bryans and everything. Or Bruce Bryans, I'm sorry. But the Saints, are, the Saints are looking good. They looked good. They played a composed game against the Titans, especially when they there was moments where you thought they were going to be rattled and they didn't. I think they're going to go into this game. That defense is still very good, and they're going to end up beating the Panthers. So I have the Saints as well. And with that, Chris, it's all said and done. Those are our NFL predictions. The team to, the, the team to look out for this week to see if who, who wins between Jared and Chris is the Colts and Texans game. That's the game for y'all to be on the lookout to see who wins that matchup. All right. Jared put his faith in Anthony Richardson. I got him. I, like I have that sadly guy. put my faith in C.J. Stroud, a Ohio State quarterback. So, you know, I deserve what I get. So thank you all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes. So if you like what you hear, like I said, leave us a review. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore Jada Pugh's late-breaking news, Chris. Yes. As of 30 minutes ago, right. Giannis Antetokounmpo on the 48-minute show came out and said, I'm a Milwaukee Buck. But most importantly, I'm a winner. If there is a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I have to take the better situation. That will be the next talking point for the show come next week. Uh, that's a crazy uh, That's a crazy thing for going uh, to see. Uh-oh. Too bad a certain team I know won't be able to take advantage once once Giannis is out of the East. I just, you know, it's, it's – uh, uh. Anyway, thank y'all for like I said, thank y'all for listening. Make sure you check out Heeny 76's lock of the week. Was not a good one last week. You know, not a start off slow, but it's only week one. Don't worry. Hang in there. Hang in there. Uh make sure you check out Heeny 76's lock of the week on Instagram, exclusively on Instagram every week, whenever you know there's football being played. So as always, Jared, let's get straight to the point. Let's do it. <laughs>